This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, if you missed it, there was a uh, school shooting the other day in Oxford, Mississippi. A kid, I just found out, uh, learned his name, learned his story. 15-year-old Ethan Crumley took dad's Sig Sour, which dad bought four days ago, uh, to school in his backpack, went in the bathroom, came out with a gun, started shooting. Uh, He killed four classmates, uh, wounded uh, a bunch of others, including a teacher. Um, But uh, there was, as often is, there's a story of... uh, Hero heroism in the uh, tragedy, and that was uh, the story of one Tate Meyer, 16 years old. It's a great story if you haven't read it. Uh, I don't know, great, but it's it's worthwhile. He's a uh, football player, a stud, running back, tight end, and linebacker. He won all region honors both ways as a junior. He just had a visit to Toledo. He was hoping to uh, go big-time play for Michigan, Michigan State. Some big time Big Ten school, and you can see this video of him. The Daniel interview. I mean, just a, a, a salt of the earth stud kid hero. They're trying to name the stadium after him, and they hope they do. So I'm reading this last night, and I'm saying, man, what a great story. Hope this kid wins whatever the the, the SP for the Arthur Ashe Award. Although he's not transgender, so that's a big strike against him. But hopefully, he went. He gets the the credit that he deserves in his final hours. He tried to stop the shooter, got shot and lost his life. So I'm reading this late last night, just saying, man, that's this kid's amazing. And then I look at Twitter, my mistake. And I find, I guess the craziest person out there, we were just comparing, comparing crazies and we'll get to Alec Baldwin and we'll get to Joy Reid. But are any one of these people or any of them? And, and Ayanna Presley, those are three complete nut jobs. Are any of them in Keith Oldman's league? I mean, when when you stop and think about it, Keith Oldman was a star on ESPN and on MSNBC. He's smart, he's articulate, uh, he's passionate, mm, and he's I unemployed. Think- he's if you wondered like who is too crazy on the left, too crazy to work, too crazy to be on TV or be on uh, a podcast or be on cable news. I think we have our answer. I think it'd be one. Well, here's, here's the thing with Keith Olbinger. He's just trying too hard. Like Jamil Hill, the things that she's saying, she actually means those things as crazy as they are. This Keith Olbermann nonsense, the crap that he tweets out is just such a desperate plea for attention. Like trying to be like, a, you know, the leader of the resistance, but he's a boomer. He's ultimately at the end of the day, he's a boomer on Twitter. And he doesn't know what not to say. But see, I, I disagree. And I'm obviously he's crazy and he tries hard. But like uh, he's he means this. I don't think he's saying things he doesn't mean. I think that's the problem. I mean, if you were saying things you don't mean for attention, you would do it and you would get paid to do it. and You'd be on MSNBC where he was a big star, but he blew it because he's nuts. He's completely nuts and unhinged. And now he does these videos from his balcony on his uh, condo, like on Central Park. I mean, I, I assume he saved his money. Uh, I remember one time I was making fun of him on the radio years ago and Eddie Andelman literally pulled me aside, said you should lay off Keith Oldman. And I would mention that he doesn't drive. Like he's never driven. He lives in this. He doesn't drive, which is so weird. Well, he I hit didn't... his head. You didn't, you know that he hit his head uh, trying to get into a subway and like lost yeah, his depth yes. perception. So it's just, you should, I mean, so what? I wasn't like I was attacking him no. personally. I was just making some wisecrack about him being not dry. And Eddie says, oh, you should lay off him. He's a good guy. He's got issues, but 
So he was uh, defending him then. And Keith Oldman wasn't like totally off the rails. Like I said, he was on TV, he was on sports center when sports center was at its peak. So now he does these wacky, weird, crazy videos. And I was wondering like where this, uh, this story, this school shooting, I thought it would be about guns because they're, it's always about the gun. And nowadays we're really into blaming inanimate objects. As you guys know, an SUV killed six people in Waukesha. I don't know if you read the story last week in New York, a rock attacked an uh, elderly Asian woman. The rocks are just out of control now. And I figured this would be about the gun. Unfortunately for the, uh, you know, blame guns for crowd. It wasn't an AR 15. It was a, a handgun, a six hour handgun. But now I find out the real fault and I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was, I'm surprised even by Olbermann standards that he went here. He tweets about Barstool has a story, nice story about uh, the kid, Mig uh, uh, Tate Meyer. They have, and I'm going to get to, it wasn't, um, unfortunately, it wasn't uh, uh, Jerry Thornton. I thought it might be because he does a nice job on these kind of stories. Uh, Barstool has a story. The headline is a high school football player rushed a school shooter and sacrificed his own life to save classmates. We don't know how many kids he saved, how many classmates, but it was by any measure the ultimate act of heroism and courage. Keith Ullman's reaction to this, if you haven't seen it, is this kid died to stop a school shooter whose mother echoed the Trump Trumpist fascism of stool president and barstool sports. Right. He, he lumps in uh, Dave Portnoy. Uh, I mean, honestly, it, there's a lot to rip on Dave Portnoy uh, if you want. I mean, uh, some judgment issues, maybe. Yeah, there's judgment issues. You know, like I said, if if you're a guy and you're not famous, he doesn't give you the time of day. If you're a woman and you're over 18, he doesn't really care about you. He's got his oh, issues. Woo-hoo! Burn. Over, <laughs> no, over Burn. over 19, maybe. That's I'm not, sorry, that's you're not right. Under, over, he's I'm not over 20. Women. I'm over that's 20. Better, okay. but. Maybe, that'll, maybe that'll get him on the show, Jerry. No, no. no he said, he. Uh, you know what? Good point. He's now he might. He only wants to go on with his enemies because he wants to fight mm-hmm. his enemies. But I think uh, he made a whole video shitting on me. He can come on anytime. It looks like uh, he might be weathering the storm. I know uh, uh, Murchison is still on it, so you know it's not over by any stretch. But that second article had no juice. The, no one New was York talking magazine, about it. It was like his, his, the, oh, they published it. I didn't yes. even know it came out. I know. Uh, check no it knew. out. Check it out, Turtle Boy. It, you will read it and you'll Man, say, "Good job by brilliant. the Barstool PR team," because that's what it reads that is like. Brilliant job by Dave, just getting out in front of that and just killing the story before. That's how you do it. That's the script uh, it, right there. This story was allegedly in the works for months and months. That's how these magazines work. But you will read it, and there is nothing in there that is uh, damaging to to Portnoy or the brand, unless you count the stuff from uh, from uh, Business Insider that they rewrote. It was it was incredibly uh, innocuous, harmless. Uh, and again, let me guess. They brought up the skinny jeans comments and the well, well they, sexism they, and. They brought up everything. It was like they yeah, went course. back to the oh, beginning, never heard that one before. handing out the newspapers in Boston and then working his way up. And now he's worth a hundred million. And now he's this, I mean, it, it, it wasn't a thing in there that you would expect uh, uh, poor, poor or Barstool to apologize for, to have to do damage control. Oh, If that's it, if the New York, if that's it, all the New York magazine has and all business insider has, he absolutely weathered the storm. He still has a Murchison problem, but, he might be 
you know, too big for even Mergerson to bring down. We will see, uh, but he won't, he won't be on, well, unless, you know, he takes offense to what I just said, then he'll come on and fight with me. But this is beyond, this has nothing to do with uh, Portnoy. Although Oberman does blame the kid who shot up the school on Portnoy and Barstool. So I go to work, this is late. It's like 11 o'clock last night. And I'm saying, I got to find out what, why it's, Portnoy's fault or why it's um Barstool's fault. And you did the same, right, Carano? Is yeah, there what's the connection? <laughs> you don't get oh, you don't get it? It's really simple. Okay. They've associated Portnoy with Trump. He interviewed him. He's therefore a right winger. Like they've established that. He's a right winger. Once you throw them in that box, everything that you do is influenced by Donald Trump. And therefore, this woman, like they're they're all just in the same pot together. This woman was Influenced by Donald Trump, her kid shot up the school. It's Dave Portnoy's fault because he's in the pot too. Well, I will say this: that you can find why it's uh, Trump's fault in 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 Oldman's sick, twisted mind. You could find out because uh, Crumley, the shooter's mother, wrote a letter to Trump. I mean, it's kind of you know, thanking him for being Trump. It's or whatever. all gross. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's what you'd expect from like a redneck Trump supporter. Yeah. Like a letter to the editor or yeah. like letter to him. How, how did they get, I'm trying to find how they got it. Yeah. How did he get, uh, how did it get published? Jennifer Crumley, a real estate broker. Um, and she wrote an open letter to president elect Donald Trump in 2016 and posted it on her blog. So it's, you know, <laughs> some woman, a real estate person, yeah, so they just went. Blog. They just went digging and found her blog and copy pasted. That's what they did. And you know, I understand. I'm, I'm, you know, it's up there, and you want to see it. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Um, posted November 11th, Veterans Day, 2016. She had one comment on it. It probably was read by three people, and she, you know, thanked him. He was just then elected, and 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 so he, she, she uh, thanked him for getting elected for being. The president-elect and how she was so glad that, you know, all about guns and God and in, in a kind of what you'd expect. Anyway, that somehow is tied to the shooting that the woman, the mother, is a Trumpist fascist. And okay, it's stupid, it's insane, it's old men, but I challenge anybody, do you, do you, the, the little comment lines open there, yeah, Carano, yeah, I, anybody, to find me the connection to Portnoy. And like I said, I'm not here to defend Portnoy, I have no interest or barstool and i gotta reach out to my uh sometimes friend so basically what he saw there he saw that barstool sports wrote an article about this tape kid right yes. and he's a hero yes and he and in keith olberman's mind he's thinking well fuck you barstool you're the cause of this right. all you right wingers are the same you're right. the cause of this how dare you try to now express sympathy for a victim you you That's uh you barstool you portnoy and you trump made this mom us too make, we did it too well hold on make this mom yeah. make this kid shoot up a school that's the connection there you go well, you know what it's, it's that simple the parents that simple. <laughs> I, I i i think the parents i'd like to see them uh explain themselves the father buys a gun four days ago knows his son ethan crumley is unstable by all accounts, he fits the description of the school shooter, a loner. He looks the part. He's, uh, he wore black every day. He didn't, he played Minecraft, which I guess is the 
chosen Mine, game. No, of, it's not. Minecraft oh. is a block game where you build worlds. It's a creative, peaceful game. What are you talking right. about? Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got a potential uh, shooter here. Uh, what are you talking you about? <laughs> so if you're Olbermann, you can, uh, you can make the stretch and say, Mom was a Trump, uh, Trumpkin and, and the kid, you know, video games or whatever. Guns. Guns. Instead, you blame Barstool? Yeah. I mean, honest to God, pick your spots. Barstool has a lot of, you know, issues. It was only because it came up on his timeline. I guarantee he's just sitting on Twitter. Barstool Sports article comes up, and he's like, fuck them. I'm going to retweet this and say the first thing that comes to my mind. That's all that the was. Guys, the guy's name is Billy Football. Is that yes, his real Billy name? Football. The guy, Billy, oh. is that his, his That's Christian his real, name? yes, he was born Billy, last name Football. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Uh, um, so, again, the uh, – and this uh, – when you tweet, when you rip – I'll give Oldman credit for this. When you go at Barstool or go at Portnoy on Twitter – you you get ripped. He got uh, let's see, fifty five hundred likes, um, twelve hundred. Uh, re- he got ratioed. He got ratioed. What's the hard uh, on that one? Uh, did he? Let me get the number. I want to get the number. Oh, and then he, uh, of course, he starts posting. He posts the woman's um, uh, blog on Trump five years ago. <laughs> five years ago, mom wrote a tweet. I wrote a blog about Trump, and five years later, her son takes a gun to school, and it's Trump's fault. Basically. By the way, maybe you can help me out with this. You're more familiar with the legal system uh, than I, uh, Turtle Boy. You're very experienced, and you're on your way to court again. Correct. Can you help me out? Why is this kid being charged with terrorism when the the, the SUV in Waukesha is not being charged with terrorism? Oh, I think we know the answer to that one, Jerry. Don't oh, so we? terrorism is just white kids whose mother. Yes, domestic, like white domestic terrorism is the biggest fear plague in the country. It's the number one problem that needs to be identified. And there are they, that's not big. They I don't, I don't think they're sticking with that story anymore. Terrible. <laughs> white domestic terrorism. Um, they, you, they're not. Why is this kid being charged with domestic terrorism? The Waukesha guy's not. Yeah, you'd think uh, the kid who killed, uh, or you think the guy who killed more people would be more of the terrorist than the kid who killed less people. Also, also a grown up, right, by the exactly. way. Also I was going to say a grown up, <laughs> you know, and a career criminal who's been released yeah. over and over again. I think. I wonder if uh, Oldman blamed the DA, John Chisholm, the Soros funded DA, for the uh, SUV attack in Waukesha, because there's certainly a more direct connection there than there is with uh barstool and 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 or even trump i mean the woman the, the woman wrote a blog that nobody read and that's connecting the shooter to trump man he is one sick sick dude as i tweeted uh he is a sick man old man i i think that's why you know even though he's very passionate very articulate and i guess intelligent why he remains uh, unemployed because he's crazier than joy reed uh, although it's close, and she's not going to be employed for long. Even she's, I think Joy Reid's even too crazy for MSNBC. I don't what? think I don't think yeah. she's going to be on there for long. When I watched, Why? I've been watching occasionally, flipping over. I, I do too. I'm not going to lie. She is a sicko, Turtle Boy. She doesn't make arguments. That's what they want. Why would they get rid of her then? Because her ratings stink, and she's she is kind of dangerous when you think about it. Because everyone's a racist, everything's racist, everything's white supremacist. Their Not stories. Good. I mean, it's like whatever. It's a COVID vaccine story, and she'll start going off on white supremacy, and you'll be going, "What? How did you get there? Everything is a white supremacist plot." Just That's gets- what her readers want. She's literally giving them what they want, Jerry. You think? I think even. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a small cult, and her, her ratings reflect that. Well, we'll. We'll get to um, some uh, 
small cult liberal. It ain't that news. small, Jerry. 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. It ain't that small. Yeah, but they're not all cultists. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know what? A good number are. Wait till we find no. out that Daryl Brooks voted for uh, Joe Biden. Wait till Oldman finds oh, that out. Who the hell's that? Who's Daryl Brooks? <laughs> it was funny. Before we started recording, uh, Carano mentioned Daryl Brooks to you. And and, you, and I said, oh, I didn't want you to tell him. I was uh, Today's quiz was going to be, who is Daryl Brooks? I swear. I thought he was I thought he was the third down back for the Chiefs. <laughs> Darryl, I'm like, uh, was he on my fantasy team one time? I'm, I've seen that question on Twitter, and it's a good one because I, I thought people on our team were exaggerating when they said this whole story will be memory hold in a matter of days. It's remarkable what happened to the Waukesha story when they could not play the race card, you know, the way they want to play it. The mainstream media just just moved on. Literally, there we I tweeted the video of this kid being taken out of the hospital and taken home and put in a wheelchair. And I tweeted this, and it's true. If he if um the driver of the SUV, Daryl Brooks, if he were a white supremacist, if he were like that that punk in uh, Charlottesville, if he were a white guy who you know liked Trump or whatever, there would be visits from the president would be there. The president, the coward in chief, who has not only not gone to Waukesha, but hasn't talked about it at all. Well, he and, doesn't have the resources either to get there, I think. Oh, that's <laughs> the assets. The, the assets. assets. Um, not only has he not gone, well, Kamala Harris hasn't gone. They both went to visit, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the... Uh, Jacob Blake. They said he's a fine, a fine no, young no, man. No. Yeah, Wait. yes, Jacob Blake's family. Yes. They went to yes. his pictures. His of racist Trump, family. <laughs> this Trump elbow, I mean, of, of, of Biden. Biden elbow bumping Jacob Blake's you know, uncle or whatever. The whole family. They went to visit the family of a career criminal, Jacob Blake, who was committing multiple felonies when the cops justifiably shot him to stop him from stealing a car full of kids. They went to visit that guy. They have not visited any of the families of the six dead, Jackson Sparks, the eight-year-old who was killed, who was murdered. His, his, I believe his brother is still in the hospital. They haven't visited that family. They haven't gone there and you know, to any of the memorial services. They don't even talk about it. It's insane. That's the point we've reached, the point of insanity, where our elected leaders, hell, uh, the, our, our commander-in-chief waits to see what race was the murderer, what race are the victims. Oh. He's black, they're white. Eh, what else you got? What else you got today? We're moving on. I mean, this politicians coward. are trash, though. Polit all politicians are trash. They really are. They make they, deals. Yeah, they're yeah, not. I, they're I, not deciding I, stuff I based on morality. I don't like that. They I, are. I, you know, most many of them are. No question. I don't like that. This is the laziness of libertarians. No, it's not right? lazy at all. I know it's you have to make deals. Calls. Preach, Jerry. Preach. Go. No. Well, Talk because, because I, I'm with you. No, you have to have a moral backbone, and these people do not. Okay, Trump do you didn't. think Trump? Do you think Trump has a moral backbone? No, I don't. I no. think he. No. Hey, well, here's a fact for you. Here's a fact for you, Matthew Carano. Trump would have been there three times already. That doesn't matter. There's still there's he's still shit we're talking other about. Ways. We're no. talking about the yeah, callousness. Yeah, okay, fine. Yes, we're yes. About the Trump would have gone there. Yes, Trump would have gone there. But, that, but he's still trash. Like he's still a shithead. He's still <laughs> see, responsible see, for a lot okay, of deaths. Then, okay, then what? Okay, then your description characterization is irrelevant because my point is the guy in office right now does not care. Because the races of the principles are wrong. Okay, he's him. trasher on this thing. Yes, he's trasher Trump, than, than Trump. Trump would have been there on Thanksgiving Day hanging with these uh, grieving families. And maybe they don't want him there, but he would find someone. 
he would have been there. That's the president's job. And you said it yourself. When asked about it, Jen Psaki said, well, we, there are a lot of assets that we have to uh, Oh, that, yeah. That he's, he's shitty for doing that. When asked why Biden was not in Waukesha, why he has not gone there at all, by the way, the same state where he went and fist bumped with Jacob Blake, a career criminal's family, Jacob Blake, who's alive, Jackson Sparks isn't alive because he was killed with a B killed by a BLM supporting black nationalist anti-Semite career criminal. That guy, Daryl Brooks, who by the way did an interview yesterday, and we'll get to that. But uh, they're, they're, that's what the president's job is to be there, be there. I don't care, Republican Democrat, your job is to be there. Where was uh, Joe Biden? He was on Nantucket, you know, sponging off some billionaire and going to stores which require masks without a mask. That's your uh, that's your president who is, is does not care because the murderer is black and the victims are white. That's the state right. we're in right now. Have you read this woman's Jennifer Crumbly's actual blog? I have it right here. I did not know some of the things that radicalized. Can I read a sentence for you? Sure. Says, I'm looking at it, too. You see, I am an American woman. I value the equality of the LGBT community. In fact, I hold that in really high regards. I am a feminist. So I guess this woman was radicalized by feminism. Is, is that what we're going with now? Yep. That this woman was radicalized by she said transgender? She was, said she was pro-choice and believes women should control their bodies. Uh, it's funny but, how they don't, they don't point that out when they just say the headline. This woman loved Trump. She's got all these liberal values. Like she liked guns. That was the one thing she did like. And did she, is it true they bought the gun for this kid? They didn't no, buy it for him, right? No, okay, they didn't buy it for the kid. I think dad. How has the dad it? not been charged yet? He, he that's be. an automatic charge. They went to a hearing of uh, remotely yesterday, and dad wears a hooded sweatshirt and a baseball cap at a hearing where his son is on. You know, is just committed mass murder, and and they're. Two of them sitting there, and I guess they're trying to know, cover their faces up. They don't want to be seen. No masks, no masks. Uh, unlike uh, Sonia Sotomayor, you see the well, obviously the drawings of the Supreme Court hearing on abortion, and all the justices are up there, all triple inoculated and everything else. And she, and you could hear that she's like, oh god, she wore the mask of the whole hearing and mumbled her questions. But that's neither here nor there. We will get back to. Uh, we got another good disagreement. Carano, Carano's not happy with Tucker because Tucker oh. uh, Tucker uh, fights dirty when it comes to taking on. I was just other an idiot two days in a row. Cable networks. I disagreed with them. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. But we got to get to the other complete lunatic. And we often said Trump broke these people's brains. I think you could make. I think uh, Oldman's one of the best examples. Trump broke him. Trump broke Alec Baldwin in many ways too. And Alec Baldwin's got an interview. Uh, with Steffi Stephanopoulos, which it says it went 90 minutes. I'm going to give you a, a couple things, uh, why he did this interview. And I'm also going to um, rank the best performances of Alec Baldwin's career. I'll give you the top five. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, he's made a million movies. He is a damn good actor. And I think we might see one of his finest, finest performances tonight on ABC with Steffi Stephanopoulos, uh, and uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to the uh, Daryl Brooks interview with um, with uh, the the Fox News Fox, digital yeah. digital team. So Fox News um, Fox News online people somehow got into the jail 
and got him to pick up the little jail phone on the other side of the glass. And they reported it's bizarre, but maybe, you know, we just give them credit because they happen to be in the right place at the right time. And I'll tell you why I'm a big, big tennis fan now. I was a tennis fan like 50 years ago. I'm going to, I'm going to start, pick it up again because, because uh, tennis did something that uh, basketball and the rest of professional sports just don't have the balls to do yesterday. But we'll get to that and a lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by DCU. I do DCU members love their free checking accounts. It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more. Make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right. We will move on from uh, Olbermann. By the way, that's just, when you go at Barstool, you know, it is a long slog. That fight will go on for days and hopefully Olbermann is up for it because it can be pretty entertaining. And, uh, and he's just getting. That's what they want, though. That's what that's what the old women's of the world want. They want. They're gonna. He'll get tens of thousands of replies. He will search out and find the most offensive reply, right? And right. act like this is somehow representative of all stoolies. Like he'll find somebody will say something racist, and he'll be like, and that's the right. one he'll retweet. Guaranteed. Good point. Well, does Port Portnoy likes? He says he only likes to you know fight with his enemies or talk to his enemies. Will he? Uh, jump in that fight or he hasn't he, responded how has he not responded to this yet? i don't know i'm sure he's uh, selling something today maybe he'll take the time to go at keith oldman which would be good that'd be a good battle but uh anyway if this it was bizarre what oldman's tweet was bizarre i would say daryl brooks interview was bizarre but the most bizarre moment yesterday was when i saw the teaser uh, the commercial the promotion for this alec baldwin interview alec baldwin said i don't know what it was three weeks ago you know, after he shot the, uh, uh, the what's her title? Helena Hutchins, the, yeah, cinematographer. Helena, is it cinematographer? Yeah. After he shot her dead <clears throat> on the set of his new movie, uh, he said he was asked about it when he was up in Vermont, you know, hanging out in the bars with his wife, Hilaria. He said, I've been ordered not to talk about it. They said, I can't talk about it, which is not true. This, the judge doesn't order you. So you can't talk about it. You know, it's, it's it, it didn't happen. But anyway, he didn't want to talk about it. Apparently, you know, the judge is going to let him talk about it now because he sat down with Stephanopoulos for 90 minutes, <clears throat> which is amazing. And the takeaway, there was one obvious takeaway, one obvious uh, highlight that ABC is uh, promoting, and it's a good one. I got to give it to him, where he's asked about Stephanopoulos asks kind of matter-of-factly about pulling the trigger. And Alec Baldwin says, I didn't pull the trigger. Going, what? Huh? Even Steffi goes, you didn't pull the trigger? No. He goes, I would never pull the trigger. I would never do that. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull the trigger at them. Well, you did point a gun <clears> at someone, <throat> and the gun went off. It's your responsibility. You're telling me you didn't. You didn't. He said, the, how, quote, how did it go the, trigger, off? the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So, I mean, you're a gun guy, Carano. I've seen lots of gun guys analyzing this. I mean, I don't understand how that would work. Like, I, 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 I don't get how that works. Did, did, Stephanopoulos, did, did he follow up 
Like, yes, why? I believe what so. But like, yeah, he did. What? He said, yeah, so th this was the exchange. So Stephanopoulos says, so you never pull the trigger. Baldwin says, no, no, no. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull the trigger at them. Never. Then Steffi says, why do you, uh, what do you think that happened? How did a real button... Uh, Bullet, get on the scene. And Baldwin says, I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet right. that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Well, do we have the exchange? Can yeah. you play it? Yeah, you're right. Here it yes. is. Let's listen. I have so many questions. How did a real bullet get on I that set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. How do you respond to actors like George Clooney who say that every time they were handed a gun, they checked it themselves? Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? You said you're not a victim, but is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that or, so uh, much. I hate right, it so much. Can we go back to the beginning? Can you rewind it so we can get to the part about pulling the trigger? He said, which is the, who, would, who would ever say yes there? Because I... Good point. I, I was going to bring that up uh, after we talked about the trigger, but... You just uh, say, you just say, you, this you isn't just, about me. Like, it's right. like, this. I don't want to talk about me. I'm talking about the victim. Said it, yes? What the hell's wrong with him? I generally think he's a pretty smart guy. That is the dumbest answer. That's a good uh, observation by you, Turtle Boy. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a setup question. It is. I, and you fell I, for I it. He tees it up for you. He says, is the worst thing? Then your answer is, it's not about me. It's about right. Helena. Yeah. Simple. What's the worst thing that ever happened to you? Yes. Yes. I'm not, you say, I'm not the victim. Yes. It's I'm it. alive. Was, I'm well. I got yeah. a couple of observations. One, he's been sober, allegedly, for like 30 years. He doesn't look it. Have you ever seen a sober person who looks more like a drunk in your life? Than he the, than... looks rough, rugged. <laughs> he's probably like, on yeah. pills. I mean, maybe he's drinking too, but uh, he's probably on a bunch of pills. But he, all, he always looks kind of haggard, but that, and, and he's shaved the beard, gray beard, which I thought he needed for the movie, you know, but he looks terrible. He's only 63, I believe, 64. And you look at his uh, bio, and he's made a lot of amazing movies. You can't help but look at that and thinking, this is a performance, right? I mean, there's nothing real or, or, you know, spontaneous about this. This is a setup. He calls a friend, Steffi, who's always there for, you know, powerful liberals when they need to, when they need a cleanup on, on aisle three, he's there. And I look at all the questions as kind of a setup. And that one included, is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? What is he thinking to make it about him? So like late, Donald Trump would Donald Trump would fall for that. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, you're supposed to be better than that. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? But he's an actor. These they're all narcissists at the end of the day. They well, love and, to talk and to you're right. And he would be the top of that list where he's a total narcissist. He, you know, he he thinks, you know, the world revolves around him. And he thinks this thing, this big story, this big crime is somehow about him, not about the woman he shot dead. Well, this do, is, we have, this is, do we have him answering the trigger? Because I think even Steffi was surprised by this. All right, hold on. Let me see if it, if it starts there. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't there pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? Period. Right there. All right? That was the reason he did the interview. Yep. I mean, I think this is his defense. I didn't pull the trigger. Obviously, that's a shock to anybody who's watching, anybody who's following the story. You're going... What? what? You didn't pull now. Uh, maybe it's some old gun, old revolver. It's a western. But is there any way, Carano, that you could 
hold the gun up, point it at someone, and the, it just goes off I, without you. I mean, I'm sure that there's a pot. I don't know the, me the mechanics <coughs> of how that would potentially work. Maybe there is a way. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that. I've, I, I mean, you can drop guns. They're not going to go off. Like, you right, have to right, engage right. the trigger. But, I, but maybe... Only in the movies, right? Where guns, you drop and they go off, they right, hit something. That's not what happens. But but I don't know. Uh, but you're right. When you said this is a performance, even this clip is a performance. You listen to the score, the emotional score that happens that cuts out at the end when they ask him, when, when Steffi asks him if this is the worst day of his life and it gets all silent. And you see these like these cuts too, where where it, where it goes quick to Baldwin's face when when he's um, when he's answering. It's that the whole thing is produced and, and to elicit cries. a response. It's gross. This thing is gross. It is. it is, and I'll watch tonight. I'm sucked in. You can see it. I think it's at eight o'clock tonight. I believe on ABC, and uh, you know, it's. I think you're gonna every. It's gonna feel like it's so scripted and so choreographed. And if he's involved in it, Baldwin's involved in the choreography then it's really gross. I mean, if Baldwin wanted music <clears throat> and all these cutaways and everything, and he wanted, above all else, he wanted to say, I didn't pull the trigger. So if you're the cop in New Mexico who's investigating this, is this the first you've heard of this? That's a good question. Wait, nobody pulled the trigger? Um, like, you... And Stephanopoulos didn't, like, grill him on that? Like, wait, 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 let's... Wait, how does that work? This one. Yeah. How does that, exactly, how does that work? So do, how did it just fire itself? Also, he said, like, he blamed, they go, somebody put a bullet in the gun. My first question would be, oh, who, who's who's to blame? And did, like, you why, did, name, you did you check it? Did you check? Did you check to see if there were live rounds in there? Wouldn't mm -hmm. that be the wildest thing if it turns out that someone set him up to do this by putting a live round in there? I mean, he would love that. It, it, it'd take the heat off of him, but it is it amazing. It sounds like that's what he's saying. Well, Isn't if he's it? saying he didn't pull the trigger, then clearly he's going you know, full conspiracy theory here because nobody believes that. You listen to that and you go, yeah. oh, of course you pulled the trigger. Why don't you just say, you know, it was a movie. You're supposed to be a blank. You know, someone's put a real bullet in there. I mean, why would you say you didn't pull the trigger? Someone, there's a legal reason he did that. I don't know what it is, but somebody told him legally you have to deny you ever pulled the trigger. Yeah, but and I wonder actually. Yeah, I'll and, watch. and if uh, if if maybe their experts can say could told him, hey, it is possible for this. To, this is an old gun. It is possible for it to discharge without you pulling the trigger, whether you did or not. So just say you didn't. Right, and and I always think of this. If this were some one of his, uh, you know, adversaries, if this, and you could say this were, I don't know, Donald Trump Jr., the guy leading the charge to string him up to, you know, would be Alec Baldwin. He would not hesitate. He'd, he'd be ready to do a skit on SNL mocking them. There would be zero sympathy for the person who was <clears throat> who accidentally shot. Can I ask I, a stupid question? Is the is the movie still going to come out? No. I mean, good question. I don't think it's stupid, but I don't think so. When Alec was when Alec was asked in Vermont, he said he said it's on hold. He he, he didn't he answered that question. It didn't seem like there was any movement for it. It'd be, it'd be a must watch, wouldn't it? Everyone would be. Yeah, I mean, that would make a lot of money. I'm saying, yeah, like, everyone probably. would go. I, I, I haven't seen a movie in years. I would go and. You haven't seen a movie in years, I, so you can't participate. But you know, Carano is a movie guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, rank. I looked at all his movies. I'm gonna rank my best performances by Alec Baldwin. Um, I'll go just top five. What do you think? Can I do top five? Yeah, sure. Right. Departed. It has to be on there. I go. No, here's number five. Outside Providence. I have a soft that's a good spot. One. Oh, that's a good so with good. the bong. Yeah, he's what, so what good. Did say the bong was. And it's was... uh, it's Peter Farrelly's kind of autobiography, which that was a fun. It's that very was a well movie. done. Very underrated. Then I'm gonna go Departed. 
only because he wasn't the big star, but he was good in the movie's very great. good. He was, he was, he was number very three, good. Malice. Number three, Malice, where he is, is so good. Um, as that's where he does the whole speech about I am God. You know, the, he's a doctor and he and he does the God speech, and then the lawyers say, Oh, well, we have to settle. And if you haven't seen it, he he um conspires with what's her name uh i forget the, the actress against bill pullman who's her husband and he and he literally screws up the surgery on purpose so they can get a big settlement right away uh number two glenn gary glenn ross just for the rant about you know you're always closing it's one of the great performances and number one i'm gonna say this this one with steffi would be number one what do you think Oh, this is definitely up there. Oh, yes. <laughs> because it's so important. You know? No. Yes. Uh, but he, when you look at his biography, I mean, he is a dink, no question. But he is such a good actor, and he's uh, he in, in all kind of different roles. And you know, he's great I, on I Thirty Rock watched, too. He can do comedy. Uh, I, I never even watched Thirty Rock, he's but good. I assume he yeah. stole the show. He's one of those actors when he's on the scene, in the scene, your eyes are drawn to him, and you're you're anticipating, you know, his next line or his next rant. He's good, but we'll see tonight at eight o'clock. We'll see how he does, but uh, all right, we have to get to a few more things here before Turtle Boy heads off the court. You, you feeling good today, Turtle Boy? Because you're always- it's a, de- it's a deposition. Depositions are always fun. Do you uh, dress like uh, Ethan Crumley's dad? Do you wear like the hooded sweatshirt and the t-shirt and the, and the cap? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, that's, I don't take it seriously because that, these are a joke. These lawsuits are a joke and I'm going to treat them like a joke. And you're, are you still undefeated? Still undefeated. That's correct. What's your record? I believe last time I saw it was 23 and 0, but that's if you count like harassment order wins on top of just civil lawsuits and stuff like that. So, yes. I was getting Carano prepped for your appearance. I said, find another blog that pissed you off. And, you know, you can come at, you could come at the turtle man again. Because last that was time, a good episode. That was the last was. time I, was I enjoyed here. it. Yeah. It felt like the old days. It was a good, a lot of infighting. Good banter. I'll good fight banter. you any day, Jerry. You just don't seem up to it, my friend. Uh, but you, you had some good blogs this week, but I, I, I think this all the time now I'll give Corona credit for this. I think of how turtle boy would play nationally, like stories like this story. If you dove in on the crumbly family, well, you know, I'm looking mother, at it right now, actually, <clears throat> you would be much better at whoever the daily beast who did, who broke the story. I believe the daily beast broke the story about mom's Trump. Uh, yeah. blog and dad buying a gun and all that these are these are chumps compared to you you're you've <clears throat> you're you do this for a life for a living you're much better at, at getting you know sneaking on people's uh facebook and getting all the you know, you know dad's facebook is still up and wide open oh here we go all right you you work on dad's facebook page and you know get it's the wheels insane. turned and i will uh and his comments are open anyone can comment on it it's crazy. i will talk about our wonderful sponsors for a minute Jeez. or two and then a minute or two and then we'll get back to uh daryl brooks uh and uh tucker that's Corano's going at tucker again today and i'll oh, be yeah, there to be. defend my man today okay. unlike yesterday but first let's talk about omaha steaks i can't tell you how much i love omaha steaks i got omaha steaks burgers thawing right now for dinner tonight i can't wait they have great burgers they have great everything and this is aptly named the perfect gift you're looking for a gift for somebody who likes good food good meat this is it the perfect gift it's only 99.99 less than 100 bucks and you get four bacon wrap filet mignons which are heavenly four boneless chicken breasts four omaha steak burgers 
uh, four gourmet jumbo franks, the best hot dogs you will ever eat, four individual scallop potatoes, four caramel apple tartlets, one signature seasoning, and free eight Omaha steak burgers with this offer. Christmas is right around the corner. This is the perfect gift. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send family and friends an unforgettable gift that they're guaranteed to love. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, into the search search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you get 24 entrees, including all those wonderful things I just told you about, bacon-wrapped fillets, chicken breasts, sides, desserts. When you use the code word Jerry, you also get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers free with your orders. I don't know what else you're thinking of getting that person that special someone, but I'm sure they won't love it as much as they will love this. You heard about the reports of shortages and shipping delays? Well, don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering code word Jerry. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guarantee. All right, now Hone, Hone Health, H-O-N-E, not home, Hone Health. I've told you about it before. I will tell you again, it's a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic that helps men get their energy back, their focus, their libido, their muscle mass by addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at-home biomarker testing, in-depth physician video consults, and FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. Since it launched in 2020, Hone has helped thousands of men. You got no energy? To make it through the day, having a hard time putting on muscle in the gym, your libido is not what it used to be. Your hormones could be to blame. Did you know testosterone levels have decreased substantially over generations? Our father's generation had testosterone levels that were 25% higher than ours today. The thing is, it's not your fault. There are many factors, including environmental changes that are affecting our generation. Today, 30 million men have low testosterone that is affecting their daily life. Hone help can hone health can help help you get that energy back the focus it can even help your overall mood hone helps men get testing and treatment for low testosterone from the comfort of their own home their own home it's a very easy process you collect the sample mail it into the lab once results are ready you get a video chat with a real doctor the doctor will recommend a personalized treatment plan Based on your biomarkers and symptoms, treatment includes FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm no medical expert, but Hone Health is. Order order Hone's easy-to-use at-home assessment test today to learn your testosterone levels for a limited time. Our listeners can get the at-home test scan at a doctor consult for only 45 bucks. Go to honehealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage now. That's Hone Health dot com slash callahan get the at-home testing in the doctor doctor consult for just 45 bucks all right let's get to uh do you have a do you have any specific criticism of turtle boy i don't want to miss that i don't want to get to the end of the show why i mean Take, I, uh, I, I don't yeah i don't, don't want to like, you just hate him in general any, no i no no, no I'm, i don't need to force anything i mean i it's just i think he should punch up and he's punches down that's that's that was well the same i thing asked that I you last if time. there were any specific examples he had some pretty good uh blogs this week i have to say 
I mean, all of them are example of that. This Winchester mother, it's a situation where it's just a white trash person who's Winchin, doing Winchin, whatever. It does a terrible shit, that's fine, but it's just punching down. <laughs> to advocating for abused children is not punching down. Okay, whatever you want to do. But I just think if you go after power centers, you would do a lot more good. But we already know, had that you, argument, you can so do, need to do But it you can do both. You can go after power centers and advocate for abused children. That's but 90% I have to of your say, blog is not that, though. I, and I know I got the wheels turned and I saw you. I was looking at you. When I looked at this Daily Beast story and I thought... There's a real you know, vacuum there, a real appetite for <laughs> info on, you know, like this school shooter and, uh, and also the victims and the father, the mother and all this stuff. And I'm saying most media outlets didn't touch it. Daily Beast, I guess, because she was a Trumpkin, they did it. They covered her. They wrote her. They, 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 she, uh, you have reproduced her blog. Her whole blog is there if you want to read it. And I'm saying these are pikers compared to Turtle Boy. If you dove in on this, do you think you could make national news? Could you do that? When you look at these things, is that the way you think? Yes, that is absolutely how I think. I mean, it, it could get a lot of attention, but I know no one will ever cite me. And that's the downside of being what I do. Like they'll just take your shit and run with it. But, uh, you know, I try to come up with an interesting angle. I mean, the fact that the father's Facebook page is still up is mind-boggling. Is he updating like it? Is he writing anything? <laughs> No, but he just hasn't taken it down. Like, dude, just press the deactivate button. What are you doing? The guy looks like a weirdo. He looks like a, what, like, I don't know. They have videos up of their kid. Like, he looked, I mean, he looked like a nice, happy kid when he was younger, but I don't know. I don't well, know. Isn't that how it works? Him. You're talking about Ethan Crumley, 15 years old, who shot and killed four classmates with dad's Sig Sauer. And unfortunately, mm. um, I guess for the victims they're you know everyone's white and there's no ar-15 involved so the media will probably move on from this too but the amazing thing is that waukesha and i had my doubts i thought that was such a big deal i mean it was such a you know d just a disgusting story disturbing story i thought there would be some follow-up and there's virtually nothing fox is it fox news digital reporters two reporters from fox news digital went to the uh, jailhouse and i don't even know how this worked you'd know better than i would turtle boy and what do you do knock on the door and say can i see daryl brooks just request him i did not know that happens so they go in they got in that? they must have arranged it beforehand i don't think there's visiting hours like the hospital i think you have to call in and probably because i've tried i tried to interview prisoners before like in Concord prison there was a, a prison there that wanted to do an interview with me they don't let you do it well, they let him do it, although they didn't get much. If you see the story, and again, they, they say, you know, an actual interview with Daryl Brooks, and I'm like, holy crap. This like is on film? On film? No, or... no film. Okay. But they describe him like hanging his head, and he's in behind the glass. And he, at one point, he just hangs up and walks away, but he feels, he says he feels like he's been dehumanized. So wow. I, dehuman, and I'm thinking, it's going to be hard, Daryl. I got to be honest. It's going to be hard to uh, elicit uh, any sympathy from anyone anywhere. It's even, I, I know you're, you're black and you're a BLM supporter and you're, you're a racist and you're an anti-Semite, but even Al Sharpton, even Ben Crumb have some standards here. They're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to win this, win them over. So you know I what I'm looking, he, sorry, you know, I'm looking at this quote again, and it says, uh, Brooks said during a brief video visit in Waukesha County Dallas Jail, so I wonder wow. if they made a video call in. That's oh, so they, you don't actually look at the guy through the glass, you look at him on a I guess on a, a screen. Zoom call through the glass or something? I don't know. 
Yeah. It just seems amazing that he would accept the visit and that no one else has done it. I mean, if, why aren't there other media outlets there doing it? Because, oh, again, I guess I know because he's black and the victims are white and it doesn't play into the narrative. So we move on. But uh, it is I, I still think it's amazing. And I understand Joe Biden doesn't care if he can't use it. The tragedy, he's not going to go there. But isn't I say it again isn't it the president's job to go to places like that it's like yeah. I, mean, I don't even know but like oklahoma city they blew up the murrow building 20 kids there i mean the president belongs there you know you you talk about whatever 9 11 talk about marathon marathon bombing the president belongs there obama went to the church there by the you know in boston correct i don't even remember all the details but of course you're the president well 60 people were injured in an attack by a crazed BLM supporting black nationalist anti-Semite. And Biden just says, what? Oh, wrong race. Not going. Can't use it. Not going. And nobody cares except, of course, Peter Ducey. Uh, when, when, and we talked about this the other day, Corona, when he's, when Ducey asks Saki, she says, well, it takes a lot of assets for the president to go somewhere. I'm going, what? It's the opposite. You know, most people, if they have to go somewhere, they have to, book a flight they have to get a ride they have to live no he's got a plane <laughs> he's got <laughs> all he has to do is say we're going to waukesha and guess what he gets all the air rights and the airports and anything he needs and the element and he doesn't have to it's not like he packs his own bag <laughs> no i'm he sure just it's all thinking shuffle like, over the, the plane. that we do to, what it just needs to shuffle I, over to the plane that's it i just nothing. think it's There's another really example nothing. of what a low-class family what a low-class person he is that he didn't even think to interrupt his name it's not even him though it's not it's the people running right. him they're so bad at this like do they not look at the polls like this is not going well right now like you yeah. need to start doing something different but no i mean that's fine with me that's fine with me jerry this is and, how you get i'm you know i'll, I'll give uh, corrado credit for this i don't think other politicians like trump it wasn't necessarily heartfelt but he just knew it was the right thing to do yeah if you're the president it's actually a good, you know, optic. You go there and you embrace the families and you know Trump was really good at that. Why doesn't this idiot see the same, I don't know, opportunity? It's amazing. And I, I'm with you. It's not him. He's obviously out to lunch. It's the people around him. They must be so afraid he's gonna butcher it. So they just don't they don't even want to take the chance. But They'll I put think him in they New also, Hampshire at a bridge because the stakes are so but small. Carano, shouldn't they be more afraid of the political consequences of not going? He got elected by not going. He got elected by sitting in a bunker or in his basement. Yeah, that but that's only because of that's because coronavirus was raging. Again, in, in 2019, if the election happened in 2019, Trump would have won. Do we agree with that? Probably. Yes, but that's a good point by Carano. They won the election by hiding him. That's what they do. He doesn't take questions. He hides. And but my point is that they could only get afford to get away with that because but, of coronavirus. Well, they're but still trying to make Corona a big thing, though. So maybe they, maybe right. they use that as a yeah, as an don't excuse. Don't forget there was an Omicron variant. But think of this: they don't care about the political consequences because they're not even thinking about getting him reelected. They know that'll never happen. They're thinking about doing as much destruction in the, these four years as possible, like passing this Build Back Better boondoggle, and you know hiring 87 87,000 new IRS agents to audit everybody who is uh, an enemy of the the regime that's their goal right now it's got nothing to do with PR or you know political consequences down the road they're bent on destruction of the system and rebuilding it
I would have been telling you about Shake Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shake Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. You need any podcasters? You <laughs> know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, I wanted to get to Tucker. Um, Tucker, what, do you need to bail? I know you need to... Uh, I, I want to hear your beef briefly with Tucker. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, do you want to hear... Then I get about Do you want to hear Tucker first? He talks about uh, Stiller. Hey, we'll, we'll set it up. Tucker, Tucker, and the reason I love him, so many people love him, he doesn't mind, you know, going at the other networks. He doesn't hold anything back. He mocks Chris Cuomo. He mocks, you know, whoever the hosts on any... And, and Brian Stettler is one of his favorite targets. The um, he calls him the eunuch. He does. He calls Jeff Sucker the dwarf king, and the uh, he got some audio of Brian Steltler firing his nanny because his nanny wouldn't get vaccinated. <laughs> Which, this was great. This was uh, perfect. And and he plays it, and I thought it was great, and I have no problem. I oh, love this. Toronto didn't like it. We no. talked about this yesterday. Some people just don't want to do the inner inter. You know, office drama thing whether that's, it's about their own place that's not what it is, but that's not what it is with me i don't mind i don't mind the the inside baseball stuff at all it's that it's a tucker was that's not a rat his argument wasn't rational it's anybody what they do in their own home if he wants to fire a nanny because the nanny's not getting a vaccine like that's You're his not right getting to do it. that you don't get it he, I do it's the fact that it's the fact that the left purports themselves to be champions of the working class and here is this rich white guy in his new york penthouse probably makes million dollars a year firing some woman who is probably not paid that much money because she is dirty to him you're dirty that's the way she looks you're a dirty well, that's person not, but that's not how seller that's, that's not how seller comes off though in in his phone conversation he seems like he seems upset about it he's like i really i gave her six months i really you know i, I felt bad about it like it seems like he, he does six have months a heart to what to get the vaccine, like get hey, vaccinated. Yeah, to right. put something in your body that you don't want, oh, or else I, you're yes, fired. I know. Yes, but you're also just making you're assuming some things too. Uh, here's the other issue: is Tucker is assuming that this is a woman of color. He assumes that Settler never I says know. that. If yeah. he doesn't that's, know that's that, I'll give you that. Well, you better know. He, he's yeah, assuming. but but, I, but you know what? Don't you give him credit for taking a chance and assuming it? Because I just want him. Should... I want him to be on the right side of the argument. He's not right. on the right side of the argument for this one. He's hey, not. He is. Oh, he totally is. No, he is. Let's hear it because you two. I, I get I get all the credit in the world for being tolerant because you two are unvaxxed. 
you're filthy, you're dirty, and I still keep you around. So I, I want some credit for that. You should get credit, so I'm, yes. Unlike Stelter, I'm not booting you, kicking you to the curb, but let's listen to this play at Toronto. We learned today that the eunuch himself would like Chris Cuomo's job. Ooh, the betrayal, Mr. Beria. So interesting. So it raises the question, what kind of person is CNN's media critic? We've come across audio that answers that question. So here is, and we're going to use his name for the first time, Brian Stelter, explaining to a group of people that he has fired his nanny, who of course remains nameless, because she refused to get the injection. Listen to this. You know, that me and my wife both work full time. We both make enough money to have a nanny during the day in New York. And, uh, and our nanny refuses to get vaccinated. And so we are parting ways with her. And it was very, very sad that we thought, we thought after six months of seeing the vaccines are all good and everybody's fine, that she would come around. So the headline here is that CNN's media critic dismissed, blithely dismissed his little non-white servant because non she didn't obey. And that is, quote, very, very sad. Didn't obey. Well, how sad? How sad was he exactly? Yes. Did he didn't pay obey. her health insurance oh. until she finds a new job? What is she doing to eat and pay her rent now that she's been dismissed by CNN's very sad media critic? Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is he was paying her for six months. Obviously, uh, he was asking her to get vaccinated, and she didn't for six months, and they put up with it for six months. They were paying her through that through then. So Tucker's just, he's not making a, a, a good argument here. He's on the wrong side. He's making a great argument. Yeah, Don't you understand the Democrats understand. are the ones that champion themselves, the, you know, the speakers for the working class? But what the brilliance of what Tucker does, and I didn't, think about this much really before I started watching him is that he points out that the Democrats really are the ruling class. They are the rich and powerful. They're the ones who control everything. Brian Stelter is not some regular guy. He's a millionaire. Okay. And, and, and they live very comfortably. And this is what they do to working class people who don't do as they're told. He's I mean, if I'm right. a rich guy and I have a nanny and I wanted her to get vaccinated for six months and she didn't, I would fire her too. I do the same How thing. How is it well, any of your business? If it's, she gets no, vaccinated. Because, no, because she's work. She works for me. It is my business. That matters. No, it's to me. not. It's if her I health. Believe, if no, she no, has no, 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 no. She, if I believe she's going, I don't believe this. I'm saying if I did believe, because there are people who do believe this. If I believe that she was going to infect my child because she was not vaccinated, I would not have her in my house. I don't believe that, but he does. Okay, well, that's a separate issue. That's where I come in and disagree with you, Carano. Is you could question Stutler on this. What's the threat? What's the danger that to your children? He's got little children. There's he no believes danger. that. I, I agree. I agree with you that we we are on the same side as that. I'm just saying he believes that. He's wrong to believe it. Okay, he well, then he's it. a new, he's, he's a... Uh, then bust him on that. He Don't bust him on fire. That. He doesn't believe that. He's just mad that she won't Well, now you're just told. assuming what he believes. You have no idea. Of course, well, because he's not that. I know he's stupid, but he's not that stupid. He knows that this woman is not a threat. Because no, if he was, because then you're saying that he fired. No, no, no. Because then you're saying that he no, 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 no. Because then you're saying that he fired her just because he wanted to make an example of her, or because he hated her, because he's racist. Because she something. didn't do that's what not she's why. told. No, no that's right. what okay. Said. Answer me this. Riddle me this. If 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 Stelter thought that she was such a threat because she's unvaccinated, why the hell would he allow him her around the kid for the last six months? Huh? I don't know. It's we don't that. know any more details from that. Because he doesn't believe it. You're Use your noodle. Shit. Use your brain. She's not doing as she's told. She's being disobedient. And Brian Stelter will not 
put up with poor people not obeying him. I'm sure and that's why is. people like Tucker. Turtle Boy because is... Tucker is a man who he's the one that points out this bullshit. Yeah, right. Turtle Boy, Turtle Boy's 100% right. He knows she's no threat to his children. I mean, he he's dumb, but he's not that dumb. You know what's a much bigger threat, much more uh, threat to your health? Being obese like Brian Steltler. I know that. He's, his kids, I don't even know how old they are. I believe they're young. He's only 37, I believe, which is 36. amazing. 36. He's 36. Tucker's 52. Can you believe that blob should be uh, at the gym right now? That blob should be pushing away from the kitchen table because he's his health is much more in danger he's because disgusting. he can't stop eating than his kids are because their nanny's unvaccinated. It just it is. I think the war against the un I think we can all agree on this before Turtle Boy has to go to court. We can all agree I'm gonna go now, but that go the war on the unvaxxed is really despicable and it's becoming less and less credible by the day. I mean, totally. when you think about all, how many people look at LeBron James, double vaxxed and big proponent of the vaccines. He's the one that was dumping on, you know, Kyrie and J J I I J Jonathan Isaac, and he's now sidelined with COVID. What does that have to do with the unvaxxed? You know, what does this, these outbreaks of Nothing. vaccinated people getting COVID, what does that have to do with the unvaxxed? Nothing. Every it's day the president, nothing. every day the president and that evil little gnome Fauci puts all the blame on the unvaxxed. Shh, tell me how that works. How are the unvaxxed to blame when nothing. there's a, a, a current uh, wave of, of cases among vaccinated people? It doesn't. Makes it's no dehumanized. sense. No, it dehumanized. doesn't. Makes no sense. Okay, mask up, turtle boy, mask up. You're heading to court, and good luck as Thank usual. Uh, I like your chances. All right, me too. All right, see ya. Thanks. Uh, that was good. That was good, Karana. Uh, You're getting a little feisty. I'm feisty, feisty every day. I just it's a Jerry Callahan show, so I don't want to step on you but, all the time. Uh, see, I, I like the fact that he, he fights dirty, plays leaked audio, and I'm with Turtle Boy in this regard. Is there's this mindset, and you've seen it in your own family. I have too. Where people just immediately say, "Oh, they're unvaxxed. I, we, we can't, I don't want to get near." And you go, "Wait a second. Who cares? I know. What does it matter? You're vaccinated. They're healthy. You know, test her if you want. She doesn't have COVID. Why can't she take care of your kids while you go to work? Oh, but she's unvaxxed. So what? That's the little simple follow-up that so few people ask. So what? What's the threat? She a she doesn't have COVID, and b uh, your kids aren't vulnerable anyway. <laughs> I know this. I mean, I, I don't, uh, maybe he's getting political pressure from work too. Oh, you have a nanny who's, who's not vaccinated and you're letting her in the house. Oh, you're going to bring COVID into the workplace. So maybe CNN's putting pressure on him. I, I have no idea. Or he no, actually think, believes that I she's a threat. I have no it. idea. I think that's it. You're on, you're onto it. It's like they, if there's this group think that you must stigmatize the unvaxxed. Yes. However, what, uh, in any way, don't invite him to Thanksgiving. Don't right. invite him to Christmas, like in your case, or don't let him in your house, uh, or don't let them take care of your kids. You don't bother with the follow-up, like, what, what what, what could happen? What's Why? What, what, Why? And I think it's a successful campaign, at least with a lot of people from from on high, man, from the White House and Fauci and you know, everybody, you know, Blue State Tyrants, there's this effort to stigmatize to blame the unvaxxed because we things aren't going well well my my fa like i'll give you an example of my family like my the people in my family who are who are kind of freaked out by this they're smart people uh one of my uncles and and one of my aunts they are uh, two of my aunts who are who are on one side of this very smart people they're just believing the rhetoric from the rhetoric from the government 
it is amazing. I'm with you. A lot of them are very smart. And yet they sit there, oh, but he's unvaxxed. I'm like, so what? You're vaxxed. Why do you care? It's a simple question and they can't answer it, but it doesn't matter. They're buying in again to this effort, this campaign from the president on down to the blue state governors and tyrants that we must blame the unvaxxed because they won't comply. And if you don't comply, it must be your That's fault. That's exactly it. It's if you're it's, not obeying. Yeah. So what if everybody, what if the nanny and everyone else, if you and Turtle Boy got vaccinated, what would change? What would change exactly? Nothing would change. <laughs> it's just. A, I mean, a we're seeing it. We're, we're seeing it in other parts of the world, right? We're seeing it in, in Israel or Gibraltar and all that. Right. Everybody's vaccinated there, and and COVID's running rampant through. It's just. No, what you know happens. what the best example is? New York City has more cases than Florida. New York City has what eight million people. Florida's got twenty, whatever it is, twenty one or twenty two million. New York City is the most uh, compliant place in the country. Everyone's masked up. Everyone's vaccinated. Almost everyone. You can't go to restaurants without your vax card. Right. I mean, they they have mandates in place. COVID's running wild. Florida has none of that, and it's bigger, and there are more people, and there are uh, more old people. And they don't have nearly the problem New York City does. No. Explain that, which is why these press conferences are pretty good. Like Biden obviously can't explain anything. He's clueless. But Fauci, you know, they're expert. Yesterday, and we don't have time for this, but it is priceless because he's got, he should never do press conferences. I mean, obviously, when he sits down with Steffi or Chuck Todd, it's all it's easy. You know, yeah. It's easy. It's all big back rub. But put him in front of someone, an actual reporter like Peter Ducey who says, so anybody who travels in this country must get tested, must get vaccinated? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What about the people who come over the southern oh, border that's a by foot? That's he a goes, different issue. Uh, uh, but that's another st- I don't know. I mean, I mean, it is so political. that He's been exposed so many times. It's amazing anybody ever listens to him. But yesterday was great because Douchey, Douche, Douche, Douchey, yeah, Ducey was asking questions of Ducey, and he just completely exposed him, dressed him down. It was a beautiful thing. They don't have an answer to that question. No. You guys, you guys can remain unvaccinated. You guys can remain filthy, dirty, uh, but they can't explain to me why it's your fault. They can't put the pieces together and tell me why the unvaccinated are to blame when the, it's running wild through New York City where everybody's vaccinated. It's it's, and that's and it. you know what? I don't I don't know when it's going to change. You know, Fauci gets up there. So, oh, the people double vaccinated have to get boosters, and we have to continue to wear masks through March. And I'm going, why? What, what's the evidence? Show me where that matters. They can't do it. But anyway, it's never going to end. It's never going to end, Carano. But this show, unfortunately, must end. Yep. Good job. Thank you. Thank you to Turtle Boy. Good luck to him. Thank you to Carano. Good luck to him. Thanks for everybody for watching, for listening, to com- for commenting. If you'd like to comment, again, go to uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Do a little. You can give us a five-star rating and give us a little review. You can, you know, tell me what you think uh, of Carano or Turtle Boy or whatever. Tell us what you think of the show. You can do that at Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it and follow us all on Twitter and join our community on locals.com. Locals.com. Yep. Locals.com. Tomorrow, Friday, we'll do our Friday show for supporters only, friends of the show, members of the community. We will do it again with them tomorrow. So sign up, join us. It's not free, but it is cheap. 
All right, that will do it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning on Locals. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.